It's Monday. The clock shows the time. Come closer. Hear the knock on the door. Welcome to the House of Mystics. Hello and welcome back to the House of Mystics. Tonight, as always, I'm accompanied by... Tabitha. Brandy. Patrick. Blaine. Lisa. And... Today's going to be an interesting episode because it's meet your host. So we are, this is going to sound weird. We are going to talk a little bit about ourselves. So everybody get to know us a little bit better because we all are kind of different. Uh, not only as individuals, but also in our practices. Right. And uh, I also want to say that uh, that also we come from different backgrounds. You know, it's not like we all uh, were the same at some point, at any point. Um, so who would like to f be the first victim? <laughs> Everybody hides. All right, keep fire away. I got oh, this. Oh boy, here he goes. All right, well, let's, let's, let's talk with Patrick for a moment. So Patrick, before you were, before you consider yourself pagan, what were you? <laughs> My mother, the psychopath. Um, we we went from all different kinds of religions, from Episcopalian to Holy Rollers to Bible-thumping Christians to just completely just, you know, believing in Christ and, and forcing it on her children. So what specifically you feel that brought you to the pagan path? <laughs> happiness and fun <laughs> and uh, not feeling like I'm judged or I'm uh, or that I'm doing something completely wrong or sinful. I actually feel like um, I am worthy and I, and I love myself now. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a really good answer. Super huge. Yeah. Like a really, really good answer. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> So, do you work with any deities? Um, I'm looking into, and I'm trying to wrap myself around Hecate. Um, I love and study uh, death. Um, it, it's my favorite of them all, and and then uh, and then I, as far as my witch path, I love um, fire scribing. And uh, I, I get into that one a lot and dreams. I have one of the probably the most screwed up dreams in history. And I, it's over and over I and over again. And I've told many people about these dreams and um, they're pretty much morbid. They're pretty much just nothing but blood and and stuff like that so it's that'd be another podcast i'm not gonna get into those because yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we, we don't need to get into that one do a, probably a podcast on dream interpretation probably yeah, yeah. i think that that would be a good idea so um how long have you been on the pagan path um probably about i want to say about six seven years now mm, well that, no i think i don't know how long you've been maybe not as long Probably about five. Yeah, probably about five years. So you started opening up and becoming curious, yeah. 
So I think that that's a good introduction for now, but we're going to keep talking with Patrick a little bit further down the... Oh, shoot. I finally got open to this. We can do this all that night. Let's do it. Oh, oh yeah. Um, sure, but... take my mic away. No, I'm not taking the mic away. <laughs> it's just that I think that it would be that at some point it would be good to all kind of work about and, 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 and talk about a little bit of the things that we do separately and together. Right? Um. So... Let's go. Who's next? Who wants to be next? Who's the next victim? Blaine? Sure. All right. So before you were pagan and you followed the pagan path, what uh, what kind of spirituality uh, were you in, if any? Mormon. LDS. I grew up here in um, Orem all my life. My parents, grandparents were all Mormon. I was very religious into the Mormon church. Uh, but my parents also did crystals. They did meditation and had crystals. So they were open to a lot of that. And so, yeah, I grew up really, I listened to church music all the time until I was probably 15. I never listened to rock music. That's how I was. Oh, wow. So you were very uh, kept away. Sheltered. Somewhat. I mean, I played Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, still, awesome. I'm telling your mom and dad. <laughs> uh, but I didn't listen to rock music. I just listened to church music. I did go to the church all the time, and okay. I knew a lot about that. So now, what is the path that you follow? Um, well, I got away from that for quite a while, and but uh, we got back. In, I got back into it because of my wife mainly. Um, well, I got back into just kind of witchcraft, kind of learning about what she's doing and stuff like that. But I've always been drawn to runes and like the Norse. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the path that I've been really opening up to and looking to now. So, uh, and, and from that pantheon, from that path, is there any specific deity or, or, or god or goddess? that you feel more connected or you work with at the time? I have been with Freya lately, um, but it's been, it's fairly new when it comes to actually working with the, with, with the gods or so, goddess. And it, how do you compare the before and after? Like when you were Mormon and how you feel now as a pagan? I feel more open. Um, it's just, it was so strict on everything that you could do. And it just seemed like everything you were doing was almost always wrong. <laughs> and this is just, it's more, you can be so much more open and I don't know, it's just more free because I don't, I don't feel judged. So a sense um, of freedom, you would say then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds nice. Actually, I think that something that we also just, you know, try to, get to feeling free all right so and, and, and then who would be my next victim spin the bottle <laughs> yeah we should have done that right yeah we should have spin the bottle well, she bottle. just opened her mouth so she might as well be next okay then well there's that yeah well. <laughs> i guess i put my foot in it there okay so hi everybody i'm brandy um my story i guess it's kind of a little bit different how I got here. 
Um, when I was when I was a teenager, I used to I what I would consider dabble at the time. Um, but little known fact about me is I'm also a recovering addict, and at the time I was quite loaded in my life, like constantly, every second. Um, so as I was dabbling, things did not feel right. You know, I was had, there was a lot of negative energy and a lot of things that made me very afraid. And so everything that I was dabbling with, I kind of took and threw away, got rid of it, put it away, you know, nothing to do with it anymore. Uh, not realizing at the time that it had nothing to do with what I was doing. It had to do with the fact that I was loaded out of my mind and the energy was coming from me. Fast forward. Um, what about eight, 10 years ago in there somewhere, um, randomly started to get back into, you know, um, there was a conversation about, you know, somebody and witchcraft and tarot cards and whatnot. And it came up that I had, you know, some things in the basement and went to get them back out. And when I opened those things, literally the energy that was contained in those things made me feel like I was coming home. I opened that box and I felt like I was home. And from that point on, that's when I started my path and I delved into every rabbit hole I could find. Um, I found my niche in folk magic. Uh, Conjure is my style, I guess you could call it. Um, what else? What are the questions? Uh, so before, before you were pagan, did you have any, any kind of spiritual belief? Okay, so I was raised LDS, like I think everybody in this state basically was. We're in Utah, PS. Um, but it never set right with me. Then being in recovery and going to, you know, things like, you know, AA meetings and NA meetings and those kind of things, you learn to kind of find a, a uh, power greater than yourself, whatever that looks like, which worked for me for a while, but it didn't quite solidify. Then I became a pagan and I was able to find energies and deities that matched with what I was working towards in my life. And that's what it hit. So what would be your, did you say your matron or patron, um, god or goddess? I work with Hecate. Hecate, that's, is that the only? That's the only one that I really, deities are not a huge factor in my path, uh, but Hecate is. Okay. So. All right. So, who's next? And spin the bottle. I'll do it. <laughs> that was that, easy. That sounded, that sounded like, okay. Fine. I think somebody <laughs> like twisted her, twisted her arm there. Oh my gosh. Here, here it goes. Okay, so my name's Lisa. And I just basically grew up around it. Um, my grandma was very superstitious. She practiced. She never really called it anything. But she had African roots, and I think a lot of it seems to me like it was more like a voodoo kind of thing. But I don't really know. She never called it anything, but she just did a lot of the practices. And so I just kind of grew up around it. My aunt did astral travel, and she was very much into witchcraft. My mother was very much into, like, horoscopes and the stars and all of that kind of stuff. And so I just kind of grew up around it. And... So I was always really intrigued by it because my grandma was my best friend, really, growing up. And so it's been off and on all my life, like part of my life. Okay. I just feel like it's what I'm drawn to. It's what I am. But actually, when I practiced on my own, 
Um, the first coven that I started working with was a Wiccan coven. And so I got more into the Wicca and that's kind of what I am drawn to. And yeah, so I'm just, and I work with Hecate and I work with um, Pan or, well, I, I really call him my nature God, really. I, you know, I, it can be Sornunos, it could be the Green Man, it can be Pan, really. I like all of those deities. Um, so when I, you know, pretty much Sornunos is the one on my altar and Hecate is on my altar. Okay. That's who I consider my main deities that I work with. Okay. So, um, um, so you know, you, like you said, you grew up in it, but did your family or you had a, a, a like a core belief before that or was a all kind of like, again, like just traditions from, from, from your family? I mean, a lot of the traditions were pretty much like the old ways and we had, you know, like things that we would do, like put the salt around the thresholds. And yeah. Like certain things that you just would do as a ritual when you got up. Um, and even like just Day of the Dead, you know, yeah. we, we celebrated our dead and we we would make these boxes, shadow boxes of the people that we wanted to honor with all like their pictures and their favorite foods and, you know, things like that. So, I mean, it was just... And my grandma is very superstitious and they always have been like, she told me how she saw ghosts and a lot of the stories about mm -hmm. the spirits that she works with and that she lived with. And so she actually sent my mom to a convent to be raised because something happened to my grandpa. I don't know the whole story, but something happened and she was spooked and she sent the kids to be raised in a convent because of that. Okay. And so... Okay, okay, so... And the convent was a, a Catholic convent. Um, um, so she she just... My my mom grew up in that. So she was Catholic also. Okay. All right. So it is very interesting uh, so far how we all have uh, different backgrounds and we have, you know, started like a different... Uh, stages of our lives which is very interesting to me so my next victim <laughs> hey babe hello so you wanna because i know that you have a plethora of let's just say beliefs you you know your journey that brought you to paganism is kind of unique from everybody else Hell yeah. Oh my God. Well, we've all heard the stories. So now yes. the world gets to hear the story of Tabitha, the greatest astrologer in the world. Okay. So my name is Tabitha and I was born in West Virginia and I come from a long line of coal miners. Um, they came over from UK, Scotland, Ireland um, in the 1700s and they started the coal mines in Virginia and West Virginia. So my entire family is Southern Baptist. So from a very young age, I remember going to church at least three times a week. Yes, those greatest church um, days. Singing, all the prayers. I remember I loved to go for the food, but the talking was three hours. Um, and I was 
when I was little, I would always be terrified of the devil coming to get me. So my very young life, I was taught that you have to abide by certain rules or you're going to hell. So I went to church all the way until I was around 13. And then I went into a different faith and that was Islam. And that was for a good 12, about 12, 13 years. But I think it's fair to, it's fair to our listeners to say, how did you end up in Islam? Well, um, for one, I was terrified of Christianity. And it, there was a lot of people in my life that told me that if you become Muslim, then you're forgiven of everything that you do, all the mistakes, and that's your right to heaven. And how old were you when this happened? How old? 15. 15. Yes. And then I was married to a Muslim man as a child. So, and then I remained Muslim until I was around 27. So I wore the hijab, I prayed five times a day, I went to the the mosque, I did everything, I fasted during Ramadan, I was the the perfect Muslim. <laughs> the great poster child. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> and I speak Arabic and I learned the language. So that is only the beginning of my religious history because I, even though I was like Muslim, I learned so many things about different rituals and circumstances, about the jinn, about spirits like of the Middle East and things like that. So it felt like a whole new type of world. And I was very interested in the superstitions. So that part was really interesting. And after you uh, stopped, being uh, Muslim, mm -hmm. then what were you? What Nothing. You... Um, I was so terrified of leaving that faith because there are so many things you're not supposed to do that I had surgery and I, I guess I kind of died. And during that experience, I was to that day, I was afraid that I was just condemned to Jehennem. So what is that? Jehennem means hell. So I, I um, saw my body in surgery and I floated and I went like more into the sky and I felt nothing but love, nothing but peace. And that was the moment of death and there was nothing to be afraid of. And there was no reason to have this type of fear and hold on to it. And I was really doubting that faith and I was trying to leave it, but fear held me to it. But that experience during surgery where they had to kind of get me back, open my eyes to there's nothing to be afraid of. And I've never been afraid since. And when did you start your pagan path? I started my pagan path. I think I was like 32, 32. Um, it's been 12, 13 years. But the thing is, during the time that I learned all about the Southern Baptist faith and Islam, I feel like that was a part of it because my journey led me to where I am now. And everything that I learned was for a reason. And I'm grateful for the experience, no matter how difficult it was. And uh, what goddess you work with? or I work with my ancestors. 
I okay. work with ISIS. Oh, which ancestors? Um, the Norse Celtic. Norse and Celtic? Yes. And that's just a part of my ancestry, and I feel very called towards them. And then I work with the goddess Isis and Morgan, of course. Okay, okay. Uh, I know that, uh, Wendy, you also work very closely with your ancestors. Correct. Um, um, any specific ancestors, or this is more like uh, blood and bone ancestors, or do we have spirit ancestors too? Both. I mean, you know, blood and bone. I don't know all of my ancestors, so that's impossible. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's you can work with all of your ancestors as a whole or individuals. Okay. It just depends on how you yeah. come at it. So, it, it, and also with Tabitha, it's very interesting that uh, because she doesn't really know her heritage, you know, like family wise, mm -hmm. right? No. And uh, you kind of struggle a little bit, right? At some point, yeah. it comes to connecting to your own ancestors, right? That's right. So were you able to connect to them? Yes, I did a DNA test and I found out where they are from. <laughs> she does a damn tests and stuff. Because I don't know my father. I never met him. So I had to, to research myself to find myself. And um, intuitively, I, I got images of them and it did lead me to, towards that path. And I'm still learning. But I do feel them very strong behind me. And thank God you did, because now we have Tabitha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she is found. And she has hives on her neck from having to speak about herself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> she hates talking. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's my turn. I'm going to make it quick. Um, oh, boy. What? I'm just going to make it quick. And you don't ever do nothing real quick. Yeah. No, you don't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was born into a, uh, into a Catholic household, but when I was nine years old, my grandfather, who was, uh, Arawak Taino, uh, indigenous of the Caribbean, uh, he did, he, he did see, uh, some gifts in me. So he kind of like took me in and, uh, teach me some of the Taino ways, right? And that's kind of like my introduction to not witchcraft, but spirit. Um, obviously, you know, you become a teenager, you, you kind of go like, I don't care about this. I, I just want to have my time. Right. But, but later on, you know, uh, what I learned, I really appreciated and it led me to learn from other things, uh, other paths, other pantheons. And I, I kind of like started delving a little bit more into witchcraft. And when I say witchcraft at the beginning, I mean, brujería. It's the, 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 the Spanish term for witchcraft, but it's kind of folk magic. It's a mixture of, 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 of beliefs and, and, and ideas and words. And uh, I kept learning and learning and learning. You know, my matron goddess is Hecate. I work with Hecate. So yes, we have, you have three people that in, in, in this panel that work with Hecate. Um, also, I want to say that our, our coven goddess is Hecate. Correct. Um, also, I work with other spirits. I work with the spirits of my tribe. You know, not only ancestral, uh, ancestral spirits, but also the deities of my tribe that they call the Semis. And again, that would be a completely different podcast. Uh, I also have a relationship and do some workings with uh, Baphomet. Um, 
And uh, the one of the spirits that I work more closely with is going to be Santissima Muerte. And I also work with Goetic spirits. Uh, they all have a place in my home. Uh, you would say, oh my God, there's so many spirits. But it's not like I work with them every day. They're not fighting for your attention constantly? No, they don't. God. No, they don't. Because, <laughs> for example, with the Each Goetic. one has a particular you uh, need. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every Tuesday, we light a, a, a candle for the Goetic. And we give them uh, their incense. Right? Hecate gets her water. gets her incense, her candles. Uh, Baphomet, whenever I feel the need, I give Baphomet what they need. And Santissima and my ancestors, they are in one same altar, and they will get what they get. They get uh, rum, they get uh, water, light, all that. But the thing is that I don't consider the the main of my practice my deities or my spirits. The the, the my journey is my journey, not them. They are there to witnesses to you know to help you and walk me. through it. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that I'm also a demonologist <laughs> and a necromancer. And it's kind of interesting because I think they both go hand to hand. If you are a demonologist, you definitely work a little bit with necromancy and vice versa. So, yeah. Um, I think that for that, since, since, since we've spoken a little bit about us, what would be your favorite working to do? If we're talking about spells and workings. I like Or it, ritual. Let's include rituals with this, right? Because I know that a, a lot of us here, not a lot, but some of us here don't actively are doing workings. But yes, we do rituals in general. So what would be your, your favorite, either working or ritual or both? I like celebrating all the Sabbaths, the will of the year. I knew you were going to say that. I do. I love it. I know because every time <laughs> that we are going to do a, 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 a ritual for a Sabbath, you get very pumped up. Hmm. And it's, and I know that you get, and it's not that you get hyper. It's just that I see how, if we're going to have an altar, how you bring a bunch of stuff to the altar and you want to make it look like perfect. It's fun. Right. So I do know that that is something that you really enjoy doing. I love rituals too. And we love, in ours, we love Halloween. We love to celebrate Samhain. My is yeah is everything in our in our home, our family. We just our we, lifestyle, our lifestyle. Yeah, our whole house is there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's house is Halloween. Dead shit and Halloween. Yeah, it's <laughs> Halloween it's right now. It's always full of dead shit. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. I have yeah, definitely. I've been there, and this is. Uh, I got dead shit note, in my garage. On a note, uh, you go to the bathroom. You have a dead. A dead pig right hanging on the in front wall. of you hanging on the wall yep and i'm not joking it's not a joke yep. right it's a very very beautiful art but it's still a dead pig yes it is right not counting and, the, and the right bat in front of you and right in front of you is the bat. you also have a candle with skulls yep in the bathroom looking yeah. at you when you're doing your business <laughs> <laughs> well in the shop i got flowers with eyeballs watching you do your business so now what well that's true that's true that's true. yep um anybody else wants to uh 
you know, like ritual, spell. I love Samhain. I love um, candle magic. I love um, scrying, dream work. Okay. Um, I think that we all have our favorites, right? And I think that is uh, that is why we probably work well, even doing the podcast, because we all have like our own unique point of view of things. Um, so let's say between rituals and spells, um, Brenda, you haven't said nothing yet. Oh, mine is probably a combination, but I, so I love, I don't want to say candle magic because there's a whole lot more to it for me. Um, but I love working with candles. I love poppet spells, but my favorite of all time is probably, uh, something that I don't know if you guys are familiar with, it's called a pumpkin ritual. It's something that I do every year. That's my all time favorite working that I do every year. So connected to Samhain then? Uh, connected to not necessarily Samhain. It's more, I mean, I usually do it before Samhain, but it's more connected with Thanksgiving time. Okay. Because it's a gratitude ritual. Okay. So. All right. How about you, uh, babe, Tabitha? Okay, what about what? Spells, <laughs> rituals. I love doing money magic. I I am very good at workings and I'm very good at rituals, but I have to confess I've been so busy. I haven't done many workings lately. Ooh, you're slacking. It's been a while. So the first spell I ever did was a money spell and I got $1,500 a week later. It was amazing. I know what I do has power and I just, I appreciate the energy that I have and I'm thankful for my life as it is. Every day is a ritual. Every day is a spell in its own way. Yeah, true. How about you, Patrick? Um, most of the spells and rituals is my lovely wife. He does it and I get to help and I enjoy doing that as just as a family. Um, but mainly it's like fire scribing. I really, that's something I can do by, you know, on my own when we're having a camp out or a fire, or we do a lot of fire, uh, okay. rituals and I can just, I can go in my own little space and I can just in my own little world and I see things and it's like, um, I sense things now and that are going to happen or have happened. And I can, that's just, you know, something I base around fire scribe. Okay. Okay. Blaine. Yeah. Like Patrick, it's I, with my wife, we'll do rituals I'll do with her. Other than that, um, mine is more crystals. I'll use crystals to help with energies and I, I'll just more meditating or even like if I'm in a car or my truck by myself, I'll, um, or, you know, just really yeah. get into that and yeah. just try and meditate and calm yourself down that way. So, yeah. Because there can be a lot of road rage out there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and that helps me a lot with that. And I do consider that a ritual that I do on a daily basis. That is actually a very, like, there's a lot of magic having to do with your voice. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely, but I am very, very shy. So I do not do that in front of people. <laughs> for now. For we'll now. get you. We'll get you. Yeah. Now. Because at some point, we would love for you to lead a ritual with that. Mm. Well, I'm, not very, I'm not very good. That's why I, I, being by myself, a, it's, it's, well, <laughs> it could be whatever. Like you said, it, you don't feel judged. Yeah. So you're right. we will join you. 
And we all be terrible at it at the same time. There we go. <laughs> we'll screw it up right with, right along with you. Yeah. But I think you I think it would be amazing to, to have something like that. Um so I I love ritual work. I love spell work. I do. I do. I love spell work. Um but I love also ritual work. Um the reason why I, I, I love ritual work, and it's not that I like it more than spells. It's just because it gives you an opportunity to connect to the people around you. If you're doing it with more people, right? Like we've been doing here at the Mr. Frog. Oh, they've been incredible. They've been, yes. great. They've been great. I loved it. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it's, it's, it gives you a sense of community. Community. And, 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 so and, important. Exactly. And that's what I love about doing ritual. Um, but in, in, in terms of spell work, uh, I love doing spell work because... It's, it's funny because sometimes I'm at home doing a spell, right? And I'm in the zone. And I love to be in the zone when I'm doing a spell uh, because it's kind of like everything quiets down. Everything goes away, mm -hmm. right? But I have kids, <laughs> right? And from time to time, the kids come in and they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing, doing a spell? Can I help? Can I help? Yes. Let me help. What are you doing? What's this? What's it if, do? What's it do? Yeah. What's this? If it is a, a, a working like for money or things like that, yeah, yeah, put all that energy in, into whatever I'm doing, right? Um, but I love, I think, <coughs> this is why I consider myself a witch, not only a pagan, because there's definitely a difference between being just a pagan and being a witch. I consider myself a witch because of, of that, that aspect of workings and, and, and spells and incantations. Mm -hmm. So talking about spells, Continue with that line. Uh, does anybody here has a favorite spell? At least no, for no, those no. who cast. Wait, did did you go? Spells? Did you say yours? You I did? can't remember. I think I. Yeah, you said the yeah, salads. Yeah, I said the salads. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. You were yeah. the first one. Yeah. Okay. That's you not really a spell. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's, I wasn't that's sure. not a spell. That's no, no, no. A I know. Celebration. Yes. Mm. But but uh, in terms of favorite spells. Road openers. Road openers. All day long. Road openers. Spells. Well, I mean, I I love like rituals more, like the drawing down the moon. I mean, spell wise, I love puppet work. Puppet work. And I love the witch's ladders. Most of my spells are that's, done yeah, through witch's ladders. That's um, the spell that you can use for everything. Yeah. So I use that the most probably, um, and then sex magic for my connection with my husband. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I like spells, but I, I, I'm going to be honest. If I was going to choose what kind of spell it would be my favorite, I probably would say curses. Fuck and it's yeah. not because I'm evil. <laughs> it's just because... They're fun. Yes. They're 100% fun. Very healing. Yes. And they're very Depends free. Depends on who it's aimed at. <laughs> well, the healing for the caster. Yes. For the caster, yes. not, not for, for the person. person. Not for the person. Not for the target. But yeah, that's true. Um, um, I feel like uh, curses are very healing. It gives you a, a sensation of uh, of release, mm -hmm. whatever you have inside. Um, so I think that they're, it's, it's not only a form of justice, but it's also a form of healing, like you said, Brandy. Yep. Yeah. What is your least favorite spell? 
My least favorite spell. Yeah. I don't think there is one. Shit, if there's a working, let's do it. Everybody has this. Yeah, I don't have a problem with any spell. Once I'm in okay. that zone, I'm in the zone. And but they then, all have a place. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They do. So what would you say? And I want to hear everybody's opinion, or at least whoever feels like they can answer. Uh, what would be the three spells that all witches should know? Protection, cursing, healing. Okay. You just said it for me. What about abundance? I think that, I, I mean, agreed, have... agreed. But I would say that those three are okay. the main. So you said protection, cursing and healing yep. or blessing, either one. Yep. That's the way I feel as okay. well. You... Cursing is not part of mine. Which is fine. That's, you know, that's yeah. absolutely not, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, everybody has a different path and everybody practices differently. Yeah. That's one thing that I have been stressing to everyone that I come in contact with. There is no wrong. There is no wrong. There is You're no wrong. wrong. Uh, I am not <laughs> wrong. God damn it. <laughs> no, it's just, there's just different. There's no wrong. There's just different. Yeah. But if you yeah. would go more specifically, for example, I'm going to give you mine. You know, uh, things that I think that uh, old witches, new witches, medium, and Crows should know which is ladder that you mentioned it. It's like a kind of like a if you ask a witch, oh yeah, I did a witch's ladder, and somebody tells you like what? You know that that person is like, okay, this person is very, very new, or they're just pretending to be a witch. Jars. Jars, 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 jars. jars. I have a jars. class coming up on jars, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes, she does. Yes, I does. Cool. So yeah, jars. Jars, because jars can be used for everything, everything. for protection, for curses, curses to sweeten things up. And I, I, I'm going to say there's a lot of people that are going to say, you don't, you don't put a spell, uh, certain spells on a jar because you lock, you are locking them up, right? Uh, another moment we'll have also a podcast on right. Spell yes, jars. there are quite a few misconceptions about jars. Yes, yes there is. Um, uh, uh, the, the third spell that I believe is actually uh, run, run, devil, run, a banishment, right? Because protection, yeah, I think it's important, definitely, right? Uh, healing or blessing, definitely important. Um, and what was the other one that you said? Uh, hexing. Hexing, cursing. Cursing, healing, we, and protection, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the three that I just mentioned cover all of them. Mm -hmm. You know, the witch's ladder, jars, jar, jar magic, and, uh, dang, what was the other one that I mentioned? You didn't get to them. Oh, banishments. Yeah. Banishments. Banishments, right? I think that, you know, it's kind of like how to attract things, how to put things together, and actually how to get rid of things. Yep. Right? That's important. That is very important. Right? Now, let's just go to divination. Because I know that we all kind of like dwell a little bit in divination more uh, in, in, in different areas of our lives. Maybe not uh, maybe not necessarily tarot because people think of divination and they right away go, oh, yeah, tarot, I do cards. But I don't want to hear tarot. So I don't do tarot. More. Personally, I'm a deck whore. I love tarot decks, but I hate tarot. 
And Taro hates you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, uh, what I'm, what, what, what I, I don't think that, I just think that you have not found. Oh, no, no, she has. No. She's great at ca- bones and casting. No, no, no. She's amazing at that. Oh, no, I know. What I mean is, what I mean is that she has not found a deck that she connects to, to the readings. That's it's what not I don't the know. deck. How many she it's need? the system. I'm She's not got a fan 20 of the something system. of them. And we have a whole store full of them. She still can't find them. I got decks. I got I got lots of decks. I just don't I'm not a fan of the tarot system. Okay. But then what what is it that you like? I throw bones. Bones. Mm-hmm. Or Oracle here and there. Um, but I like to throw my bones. Okay. That's what I identify with. So throwing bones. But her bones is not particularly like bones. It's it's got trinkets in it. It's got Curios everything. And it's it's right. an amazing setup. And when okay. she throws it, she's like in her own little world, and she can. And she's usually... she's just yeah. She never do come out of your world. <laughs> no. um, but the greatest thing about those sets is the fact that you can customize them, yep. and they have all meaningful pieces yep. that you acquired. So I love that and about you can keep adding those. Oh yeah, yeah. You always I have thousands do. of pieces. Not that I use them all, but. Yeah. That's, that's what's nice about that because a lot of people cast just bone sets which are great too but i like the charm part because some of those things that you find along meaningful. the way are so meaningful mm-hmm. and great to incorporate yep. into that yeah and for me it's also a bigger connection to my ancestors and working with the dead because so, it's got that death energy it's got that the, yeah, oh, exactly. the bones so yeah. you would say osteomancy then would sure be yes yes okay you're way to go uh you already talked about this, but yours is fire, right? Yeah, and I and we've we've all of us. Well, I don't know all of us, but we most of us has taken. We do necromancy, and so and I love that portion of the death. Yeah, but when we were doing the course, yes. I remember that, that that was your favorite part. Yes, you know, when every time we had a fire it in was, the classroom, <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, "I'm not getting anything. I'm not connecting." Fire lights up, doof. Oh no! And yeah, he's this in. Is, yeah, this is something about Patrick. So oh my says, God! Meeting your host, uh, he's like, yeah, I don't know. I can connect. I can see. Nothing. I have no I gifts. I don't I know what's no going gifts. on. And then in the same class, oh well, this is how I feel, and this is how I feel, and I'm, I'm looking at him like, really? Right. Really? So, re- literally. Really? You just said that you connect, connect. You just, you just yep. told me all this. But yeah. Okay, let's just get this. Let's get this shit out. Okay, I have issues. I don't feel that I am connecting, and I'm and I do connect. I am learning that I just need to relax, enjoy, and and feel and have confidence in who I am. I I I love myself, and I love who I am now, and so it is getting easier to see and feel and that i do have that not powers i'm not superman but i i do have gifts that i need to sound effects for this i know for real because (laughs) i would have put by now y'all this is just a piece of what goes on before the podcast that's some crazy yeah this is muted but it's great okay so once i realized that and i got i felt like I know who I am. It has been easier to experience this more stuff. 
So yes, at the beginning, it was like, I'm not feeling this. I feel like this could be a crock of shit. You know, maybe this is, you know, that we're just, maybe we're shimshans. You know, this is, I just don't feel like this is real. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, I do feel this. I do. I, I am happier. And, you know, when, when I see our workings work, that we work together, me and Brandy, and I see them actually start working, I'm like, now I'm the biggest <laughs> supporter. And I'll tell people that, you know, Brandy's stuff that we work together on are, are amazing. And so it has come to a full circle that I know now that it is, it is once you realize that there is something out there and once you've um, experienced it and you take it on and you and you and you feel like you have something to give, it will come to you and it will be powerful and you can just run with it. And so, yes, at the beginning of the classes, I was feeling like this was. Something there wrong. are hundreds and thousands of millions of people out there who also feel the exact same way. Yep. Yeah. So if you do Everyone feel that does. way, just get a hold of Vlad or Brandy. They'll straighten you up because they they just never stop talking. We're, we're good at running our mouth. Uh, I don't know if that was a compliment. I'm good at running my mouth. I'll take it as a compliment. So uh, I would. Yeah. I would. Otherwise, I mean, you could get offended and, you know, the way Oh, yeah. Do, we don't get offended in this room. Come on. We're really good at what we do. Yes. We're all, we have we're, better things to do. We're all family. All the goddamn time. Yeah. How about you, uh, Lisa? Do you have any method of of divination that you used for your practice? I use all of them. I don't like. I don't. Well, I I'm trying to learn the I Ching right now, but I have worked with runes and with tarot and with pendulums and with scrying and with tea leaves and you know reading. Which one is your favorite, though? The one that really, really I mean, works I have charms, for you. I have bones. I have. I think I've done them all. I think the I Ching because it's just so different, and I'm just learning about it. Well, as you're learning, I got my butt reamed the other day for calling it I Ching. Oh, sorry. It's Tell me the right way. Yi Ching. What? Yi Ching. Yi Ching. Yes. Yi Ching. I know. She's like, please don't ever call it that. I'm giving it. I'm not giving. Thank I'm you. having a class on no, that coming up as well. Please educate me because I, I know she was like, class. okay. So here, let me just tell you right now. We don't say it like that. I'm like, thank you. Okay, thanks. Noted. Right? That's what I said. Yeah. Noted. I, I had actually never heard of that until we watched that show. What was it? His Dark Materials. Yes. Yes. There's a, I, have I a, saw it on there and I'm like, class. did what? you see that I have There's a class? There's something I haven't tried. Yes. 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 I, I put interested because she, yeah, she posted. Yep. That if somebody would be interested, I'm like, yes, me. Yes, she's coming to do it. It's going to be great. Yeah. So if those so, of you who want to have a yiching class, yiching. call the shot. Okay, so that one is the one that intrigues me because I didn't even know it existed. And then I was like, oh, something I haven't tried. I got to do it. So, yeah. How about you, Blaine? Um, not very good at it. Very new. Just because... I'm trying to reopen myself, but I'm working with runes. I like that. Um, I'm very drawn to a crystal ball. Finally got one, and I'm trying oh. trying with that. I'm very drawn to it, but not being very successful. <laughs> so I guess that's something else that we can teach in the future, crystal ball. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I love working, scrying in crystal ball. Yep. Me too. How about you, babe? So. <laughs> so. <laughs> she got excited. Um, dun, 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 dun. Astrology. <laughs> I'm also a very gifted psychic, so I can feel the energies and read people pretty well. Um, and I do believe I get that from my grandmother because she would have dreams of lost items. When she'd wake up, she'd find them. So I'm very intuitive. Um, but I do love astrology because I can point to how, where, and when people say, how do you know that accent there? Y'all, <laughs> when it comes to astrology, this woman is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I have never met anybody that can peg shit like she can when she opens up a, a chart. It's incredible. Astrology is my favorite thing, but I am extremely intuitive. Like the other day I was doing a reading here at the shop and this person wanted their chart read. And all of a sudden I see in my head, and this is how I get messages, uh, elderly man standing by a crib. And I'm like, okay, this is weird, but I'm seeing this. Yes, my grandfather died um, a few weeks before I was born. So even though I'm doing astrology and people might not think you use intuition with it, intuition will come to you at all times. You don't have to necessarily be using types of divinational tools to get those messages across. Sometimes you just know. Well, and a lot of times the tools actually can get in the way yeah. of your intuition. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. I have that happen to myself at times because I'll be trying to focus on what the tool is saying rather than what my head is saying. So if I don't have anything, it comes easier for me. So astrology is my favorite thing in the world because it holds the answers to the universe in my opinion. It is um, considered the language of the gods. And it is um, from the times of Mesopotamia. So I do love, love, love astrology. So um, for me, uh, I do a lot of things. But uh, I'm going to say that my favorite is just my pure intuition. I use tarot. Uh, my least favorite is Oracle. Why? Because, again, it's nothing against Oracle, but Oracle, it's kind of uh, like very intuitive. Mm -hmm. It's very intuitive, mm -hmm. right? Yes, you use the card, and it's very intuitive. So if I'm going to use my intuition, I don't need the cards. True. And again, this is for me as a person. I'm not saying that Oracle is a back, uh, 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 a bad divination technique. Mm -hmm. It's just for me, specifically for me. If I'm going to use my intuition, I don't need the card. I do have uh, Oracle decks. I have a few. I have uh, one that is connected to my people. I have one that is for Santissima Muerte. And, and, and yeah, I think those are the only two that I have. Everything else are, are going to be tarot. I, have, I, I, I read witches' rooms. I know how to do uh, osteomancy. I know, I just don't have a set of bones. Um, but I, I'd rather use my intuition since I'm a psychic medium. It, it, it's kind of like opens more doors, right? Sometimes, yeah, I deal with people that are like so blocked, like so close that I will, yeah, you know, pull a card to give me a little bit of a push. Um, but usually people come to see you and when they come to see you, they uh, yeah, I want a tarot reading. They don't really like give you, they, they don't really think of anything else, right? 
But one of my favorite, favorite, favorites that I like to, to use, and not use, that I like to do, and people don't ask me about that enough, is dream interpretation. I get clients for dream interpretation, but it's like one every three months. See, the thing with dream interpretation, in my opinion, is you can give some guidance, but it comes down to really what it means for the person having the dream. You know, I could dream of the color blue. And to me, that's going to mean mean something specific. But to you, it's going to mean something different. So it has yes, to be how get, it makes me feel and what it means to me, no, which is the hard I, part. No, I get what you're saying. But that is when I'm doing uh, dream interpretation. One of the things that I, when I'm asking about the dream, I'm asking about details. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, what color was, mm -hmm. what was the, the predominant color? Was it just one? Was it more than one? Why, where was your view? Are you seeing things from the top, mm -hmm. from the bottom, from the eyes of the person, or from the perspective of what's going on? Uh, did you have any smells? Did, did you see, you know, like, what details are, are, are more, like, uh, in your face? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and then the next question was, so how did you feel with this? Right. Dream? Exactly. Right. But that question specifically, when you do like, okay, how did you feel with this dream? Gives me a line in how I'm going to interpret mm -hmm. that dream for that person. I will say that as you're helping somebody to interpret a dream, you're helping them to piece the things together for themselves. As they're explaining it to you, you can help them guide to the next thing. Because if it points out for you, you know, you can, you can mention that to them and they're like, oh, that makes sense with this, this, and this, another yes, part of the that dream. That happens a lot. Yeah. And also, other thing is that a lot of the people that come to see me for dream interpretation, they have no clue mm -hmm. what the dream is about. I, I've, yep, yeah, I've, I've noticed and, that it and happened. When I give them interpretation of, of the dream, they are like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, this is, I, okay, now I see this. Yep. Right? Um, so yeah, it, and, and again, dream interpretation is not just one way road. Um, there are different, depending on, 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 on cultural background mm -hmm. and traditions, uh, things are going to have different meanings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's another completely different podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you don't, yeah, you don't want to get into my dreams. Then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Freddy Krueger doesn't even want to be yeah, in my dreams. So as a witch. What if there is something that you feel that you still need to learn as a witch? If there's anything you feel like you still need to learn? I don't think you ever stop learning. Second that, I think that you should never stop learning. But the one thing that you have to learn as a witch is how to balance ego and humility. I think that's hugely important. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that's, means how to be grateful too. Right, absolutely. That's yeah. oh, yes. a part of hopefully being human. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 actually, I feel like being human limits us as witches. But also, you need to believe in yourself. Yes. You have to, you have to love yourself and love who you are. Yeah. Which is the ego, which and, is the part of the ego that you have yeah. to. And then, with. and then just feel that, you know, I don't, I don't know, just you have to love who you are. The, 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 the reason why I'm saying, you know, that sometimes being human limits us is because as being witches, we connect to the spirit realm, we connect to nature, we connect to all the things. 
So that gives us an awareness that we are part of something bigger. And I feel like that should, should, that doesn't always happen this way, but should put our ego on check. Should. But it doesn't happen, right? I think that that human aspect of, of us elevates us mm. because we still see like, see, I'm in part, I'm like, like again, like you see yourself more than what you really are when we are just part of the balance of the universe. Um, is there anything that as a witch you would advise or as a practitioner in general that you would advise our listeners? So many things. Well, pick one. Pick one. <laughs> pick one is number one. There is no wrong. I said this at the beginning. There's no wrong. You're wrong. There's just different. <laughs> no, yeah. There is different. Everybody has a different path. And I'm going to say it, and I probably get a lot of flack for it, but even LDS and Mormon people, that's their path, and it's not wrong. You know, Christians, that's their path, and it's not wrong. Everybody has a path that leads them to where they need to go. Now, sometimes people expand beyond where they're at and choose to go on a different path, but that's not wrong either. So don't ever let anybody tell you that you're wrong. Uh, there are guidelines. There are better ways to do things, but there is no wrong way because even if you do something in the quote unquote wrong way, you're going to learn how to do something a little bit better. True, true. So let's go with another advice. How about you, Patrick? Um, I would say no matter what your path is, you just have to just try multiple different things until you find the right one. There's so many out there. And if you're depressed in the one you're in right now, you should at least try something else. So just find the happy zone you need to be in. Because uh, I was, I was so depressed. I was so, you know, in a, in the wrong one, thinking that I was doing everything wrong. I was, you know, belittled. Uh, I felt like I couldn't do anything right, um, or that you had to constantly try to do better and better and better and better, or you're never going to make it where you need to be, or, or, or just, you know, all these scolding and, you know, and the stuff like that. And then when I found this one, it's like, wow, it's like a relief off my shoulders. And, and I was just relaxing and I can actually just do what, and be who I need to be. Blake. Um, I would say one that I'm trying to learn myself <laughs> is basically stop overthinking things, especially when you're trying to do divination or anything like that. Go more with your intuition and stop overthinking it. And I do that so much and I'm getting better at it, but that's, it's a big thing, I yeah. think. Yeah, you, I, I would definitely second the motion, listen to your gut feelings. And then I would add, do your own research always. I just listen to you and then just go for it and research everything you can on it. Okay. Babe? 
So I'm going to use astrology for this. Really? <laughs> no. That's yes. a shocker. Okay, so our south node um, represents our past life. Our north node represents the life that we're in and the lessons that we're supposed to learn. Um, for each and every one of us, we are on our own path of knowledge and our soul wants to learn a certain thing. We are not here to please anyone. We're here to grow spiritually with knowledge and the goals that our soul set when we were born. As long as you don't let others de deviate how you feel and what you think is right or wrong, as long as you live um, wanting to learn that thing that you never thought you could or to always go forward, not letting others hold you back, <coughs> no matter what they may say, that is what I would give as an advice. Never let anyone hold you back. Okay. For my part, do research, learn, but also get your hands dirty. Oh, yeah. Um, having knowledge is amazing, right? It's something that is great, but you don't want to talk about it only. You right. want to practice it. You want to get your hands dirty, right? It's called, for example, if we're talking about witchcraft, it's called witchcraft because it's a craft. It's a craft. There are things to do. Things to do, things to create. Uh, the fun part of being yes, a witch. Yes. Uh, correspondences that don't mean learn them all, but at least Good luck. look into correspondences, correspondences of herbs, crystals, trees, uh, astrology, astrology, <laughs> spices, all right? those, all of it, right? And I think my last advice is going to be, do not humanize deities. Do not humanize deities. From the perspective of a spiritualist, a deity has never been human. So they don't understand what it is to be human. They don't care how it is to be human. But, but, they do have a connection to us. But I don't feel like they are part human. So they don't possess a human morale. They don't. Does, does that mean that they, they are evil or no, no, no. It's just that they have just a different perspective. You cannot pretend or intend that a dog knows how a wolf acts because it's not the same. So apply that to deities. I think that this has been kind of uh, educational. I hope so. Right. Uh, I hope that our listeners have learned a little bit more about us. And please, you guys, if you have any questions, message us. We will be happy to answer any questions or cover any topics that you want to hear about. Yeah. you can. If you have a Facebook, you can follow the, the group House of Mystics in Facebook. And uh, you can interact with us. Definitely, you can interact with us. So, Brandy. Yes. What are the things going on? Well, we have a few. Let's see. First of all, starting here at the Mystic Frog this week, we have uh, we have the second class for, of Tabitha's tarot <laughs> class. That's happening. If you wanted to get in on that, you probably still could, but this would be the last week. Um, 
we have fascial release with free. Now, what that is, is that is a class that's going to help you to use your body and your breath to release the stuck pockets of pain and energy within your body to help you live a more pain-free functional life. She's going to teach us how to go through some self exercises to be able to do that. Uh, then we also have a seance here at the shop at 7.30 on Friday. You guys, this is going to be fun. It's going to be incredible. Get signed up for this because you will not be able to come once it's started. So that's happening here on Friday night at 7.30. Uh, we have the tadpoles. Oh my gosh, you guys. We have what's something that's called mystic tadpoles. It's happening every Saturday. And this is a class that's for our kids. This is teaching our kids how to be able to understand what's happening in their lives or, you know, what mommy and daddy are doing or those kind of things. Um, this is taught magically by speaking. magically speaking and in their own <laughs> lives. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, but this is about um, helping them to understand themselves and what they're going through a little better. Stop it, you dirty people. Oh my We're making God. faces over here. <laughs> Anyway, this is taught by a licensed teacher. Um, this is an incredible opportunity for your children. It's only $15. It's Saturdays at 11 o'clock in the morning, every Saturday here at the shop, 650 North Geneva Road in Orem. Uh, so then we have next week on the 24th, we have our Mystic Panel, which is an online event. That's going to be through Facebook and TikTok. So if you have any questions that you want to have, answered you can message us with those questions and we will answer them for you and then on the 26th which is the saturday again we have mystic tadpoles we then have a utah county meet and greet that happens here at the mystic frog it's at what two o'clock two to four every last saturday of the month come on out hang out get to know some of the other people in your area and just chill i mean it's a meet and greet no expectations come on out um, and then that night we have at 7.30, we have our Norse mythology class. That's going to be going over some of the different um, gods and stories from the Norse pantheon. So if that's something you're interested in, give us a call. 801-471-3144 to get signed up for that guy. Um, okay, so as far as some of our friends and their announcements, let's see what we have here. We have coming up this Saturday at We Witches 3 in Magna. We have the Witches Bazaar at 11 a.m. How long does that go? Do we know? The whole day. Tell. That's um, from 8 a.m. all the way to no, 6 p.m. 10 a.m. 10 oh, a.m. to okay. 6. To 6 p.m. Okay, so this is going to be outdoor vendors. This is going to be readers. This is going to mm. be all the fun stuff. Tabitha and Vlad will both be out there reading? Yes, we will. Nice. Okay, so... Words are hard. Words are hard. Astrological charts can be read out there. Yes. Tarot, mediumship. All of the above, they'll be out there. And then they're also having a Norse paganism class this Sunday at one. Do we know who's teaching that? Uh, I be forgot. No, it's not Brynhild. Uh, I believe the Norse paganism class is teach um, by a different individual. Okay. Um, but I don't remember their name right now. Okay. So let me see if no. I don't Norse paganism. Name. At Mag at We Witches Three in Magna. That's happening at Sunday at one o'clock. Um, let's see. And then as far as the rest of the month, they have Witches Ladders Make and Take on Sunday, August twenty seventh at one o'clock. So that's the announcements for them for this month. And Crohn's for Hollow. our friends at Crohn's Hollow, we're having a they have a new pagan meet up at Crohn's Hollow, which is Friday, August eighteenth, which is what this Friday. 
7 p.m. So that's going to, I believe that's a free event yes, that they is. have at least once a month. So go and check that out at 7 o'clock, Crohn's Hollow in Salt Lake. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anybody else that has any local shops, if you want us to announce your events, let us know. Email me at themysticfroglady.com or .com. God, at <laughs> Gmail, <laughs> and I will, that's July, babe, <laughs> and uh, I will be happy to announce those for you. I believe that we are all a part of one single community, so we all need to stand up for each other. If you and, got events, let us know. And I know this is not for this, for this month, but we are all part and going to be working and doing stuff at Pagan Pride. Yes, we are. September 23rd. Yes, we are. Yeah, so it's going to be an amazing if you want to meet us, uh, if you want to hang out with us, yep, if you want to buy some shit. Oh, yeah, we all got some shit to sell, and we're all uh, gonna be there. Yes, even we Patrick the goat, he'll be you know, yeah. he might have uh, a horns. Face. We might, we might make him a little mask or something, or maybe I'll just have my paintings out there. Oh, he sells oh. paintings, he paints oh. shit, you guys, check it out. Yeah, um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it, right. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, we have a oh, we have the pagan market here okay. as well on the twenty seventh. Uh, that's a Sunday. We're going to be having the pagan market here at the shop. So there's that, and then a blue moon, a blue moon oh, yeah. ceremony is happening here on Thursday the thirty first at seven thirty, and that one's going to be a good one because it is a blue moon and full moon and all the things. And, so and it's going to be in Pisces. In Pisces. <laughs> all right, so yeah. it's going to be a good one. You guys get signed up for those. Yeah, and remember, remember, if remember, you're looking, remember the fifth of November. Don't powder trees and then plot. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> um, yeah, Beef of Vendetta. I love that movie. Um, so if you are not in Utah and you are uh, looking for some witchy stuff, oh, um, any handmade or custom items that you want, uh, crescentoras.com. And yeah, definitely hit me up if you want something handmade and custom yeah as always the mystic frog we have some uh new decks i've got tons of new decks I've, if you, candles. crystals candles tarot oracle all the stuff tapestries you name it i've got it so come on out and get it yeah um and also being tabitha are here tabitha is here every tuesday Mm -hmm. Doing astrology and so, tarot. if she wants, if you want her to deconstruct you with your chart, come see her. I'm here every Wednesday, and I'll be also on Fridays. So, if you want to get a reading from me or Tabitha, hit us up. If you are in need of a spell, you can contact Brandy or you can contact me, and we can help you with we that. We got you. We got you. We got you. So from us, from all of us, to all of you. Good night. Good, Good night. night. Adios. Sayonara. Bye. Go to fucking sleep. <gasps> <How's you>? Bye. <laughs>